0: Good evening Gabby. Good evening to and welcome all to our weekly podcast Current View with the Eye of Hillsborough, Mr. Terry Curran. If you're listening to the free first half on either ACAST or Spotify, you can follow the links on our socials and access the full podcast via either Apple or become a Patreon. Or the W's. Dot Patreon.com forward slash SRB Media on Twitter at Current View, on Facebook, The Current View. We're also on Insta, The Current View. And you can join the chat in the group, which is now over 3,000 strong. And that's also called, surprisingly, The Current View. Steady away, TC. Well, I'm going to make you smile
1: because I know we haven't heard it for a couple of weeks. Yes, I'm steady away. <laughs>
0: I've missed you, mate. I mean, um, we haven't done a podcast since the the back end, the final weekend of last season. We do start our football forecasts again this week. I think it's either, what is it, Series 3 or Series 4 now? We've been doing it for three or four years. And you beat me every year on the football forecast. You're not surprised, are you? No, I'm not actually. No. <laughs> I will be surprised if you've picked a magic moment this week. Because there hasn't been an awful lot of football. There has been some friendlies. So you may have Well, well I've been
1: watching I have been watching the Friendlies.
0: Yeah. Um, and
1: I've picked one or two magic moments of uh, Jesus uh, obviously is moved yeah. to to Arsenal, and um, he took me nearly about fourteen months, practically fifteen months to recover from my uh, injury. But <clears throat> don't forget when he first come to um, Man City, he finished up getting a serious knee injury, and um, it's taken him a while to recover. And with having that many great players, and I always thought he was a great player himself, uh, but he looks as always on fire at Arsenal. I know it's only friendlies, and you can take that two ways. You, I've seen it I, both ways where you've done. Really well in pre season and then set off poorly, and vice versa. But uh, he scored a couple of great goals on tour. And I memor- uh, remember, remember, memorize. So, what I'm looking for Gabby's sake, I can't pronounce it now. Chelsea, yeah. uh, yesterday, I watched the game against Chelsea, and he was absolutely outstanding.
0: Yeah, he does look as though going to be good value for, what was it, £45 And and I think if we do remember when he first started at Man City, he was scoring goals for fun. And you're right, you have to factor in these injuries and feeling your fitness again and and feeling that confidence to go into them areas or your body allowing you to go into them areas to uh, score them goals. So hopefully he can uh, hit the high notes at Arsenal. Anyone who gets a crucial ligament yeah. injury will take him. Because yeah.
1: that's what it took me. And I mean, the early, the, the early uh, crucial ligaments or the earlier crucial ligaments, like the Cluffs of this world, yeah. early 60s, you know, it finished players' uh, careers. Uh, and they have got better and better. But it took me a good 14 months. Um, and I was watching a documentary on him. Um, and I didn't realise he'd had that injury myself. I can remember getting injured, but then, you know, you forget all about it. Um, I was watching a documentary and, and it, it showed you when he got injured and um, obviously Manchester City were winning they've looked to change a winning team mm. you know uh, especially forwards if forwards are doing well and Manchester City have got that many great players that um, it took him a while to get back but he did show a glimpse of the brilliance uh, of his football uh, at times but this pre-season uh, for, for Arsenal, he's looked sharp, he's scored goals. Um, There's been be some fantastic little moves from, from teams. Even even um, the England women's uh, goal against Spain, the winner, yeah. was an absolutely brilliant goal. I mean, yeah. I've told you before, I like women's football. I just don't like the wokeness of, I want, not just women's football, uh, Presented, but to all all football how it's presented,
0: yeah.
1: and that's what putting me off of uh, watching a lot of uh, TV at the moment in time with all the warmth on it all of it all.
0: Yeah, I absolutely totally agree. Um, my magic moments are Georgia Stanway's goal against Spain. I thought it was absolutely sublime. I and mean, didn't that ball move? And and two players that I've picked out magic moments that both of these players have produced. Ella Tooney, uh, plays Manchester United. Uh, in England, she has come on a sub. I think she's different class. The touches uh, that she's shown on the ball and movement, a composure, I think, are absolutely first class. And a French uh, girl, she wears a number twenty, Delphine Cascarino. I think she's an absolute dangerous player, when she gets in that final third, she can go either way, good feet, good balance, and uh, yeah, she's got everything about her, to be fair nice looking kid as well, to, to be quite truthful to you. No, she's, got everything,
1: she's got everything going for her then, that's
0: what you yeah. I mean, that's a <laughs> nice thing, we can get our own back, can't we, because the girls used to put pin-ups of, you know, uh, pictures of you, and Kevin Keegan, and Alan Hudson, and Charlie George, and Stan Bowles, and, and all them, and now I mean, I'm a bit too old really, to put all pictures of Ella Toon, and Casca you know and all them girls but, on my but, bedroom but, but the young kids will absolutely yeah
1: but a couple of things on on the the women's football mm-hmm. i i was very impressed with, with, with the french team last and night the, yeah and i didn't like the dutch team but how the french team didn't win in the 90 minutes i will never know you can, you can say some bad finishing you can say some go, uh, great goalkeeping yes. by the dutch goalkeeper um but, but I'm going to make, I'm gonna make a, a comment here. How, uh, how well the Dutch manager has improved mm. this England team. That's oh, incredible. Hundred percent. Incredible. And, and listen, I was a, a, a big admirer of Phil Neville more than Gabby's as a player. Me. Yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was quicker. Uh, I thought he would have been a better right back. And I do like Gabby Neville. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Uh, but her coaching has improved that England team. And I've watched uh Man United's uh pre season game, different tempo altogether. Yeah. altogether, you know, the movement, uh, always looking to play forward. I know the the game yesterday they were 2 up, and uh, Tenag wasn't too happy with the uh, how the game finished, but took everything into consideration I, for both sides. Um, and, and it was a game of two halves. The, the weather conditions were, were atrocious. Um, but I'm very impressed w- with them. Chelsea may, may be having a, a bit of a blip at the moment in time because he doesn't seem to be happy that he hasn't got the right players coming in uh, to chill. So, there's going to be some interesting and some uh, disappointing teams uh,
0: this season. Absolutely. Everton as well, Your former, one of your former clubs, got an absolute... Uh, pasting against Minnesota. Inchey's the manager there, by the way, isn't he? So, um, you know, I'm guessing that, you know, whether that's how they got the game, the connection with Inchey and Everton, but my word. 4-0, I mean, I know that, that, as you say, as you've alluded to, it's about fitness and, you know, if you can get the ground running, but you don't read too much into these friendly results. You look at when the the serious stuff starts on 6th of August for the Premier League and this weekend for the Championship, but you don't want to be getting 4-0 drubbings, do you?
1: No, uh, and and like I said, Chelsea got that Mm -hmm. the other day against
0: Arsenal. But going back to the Everton
1: uh, scenario, they got to... They didn't get beat 4-0. They got absolutely a Yeah. And when you lose your best player, what looks are always going to get you goals. Mm. To talk to Charleston, it's going to make it even worse for you. And no disrespect, you know, I've never been a keen lover when they signed him from from Burnley. Uh, Everton look a very ordinary team. And they're taking on Signed who from Burnley? They're carrying on from the performance of last season. Yeah.
0: What did you say then, Gab? Sign, Sorry, I, I... Signed who from Burnley? The, the centre half, oh, King. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah I think he's awesome. I was never a
1: big admirer mm. of it. Uh, you know, um, football's changing. It's going, you know, they're looking for players what can come out from the back. And it's not. Playing out from the back, what's a problem? What caused a team problem? But he's playing out from the back with players, what can't pass a ball or control a ball? Absolutely. Yet, yet the coaches can't see that. That That's mm. what's uh, the disappoint, uh, disappointing thing of it all.
0: I mean, we used to play out from the back in the 70s as well, by the kids, if you yeah. you know whoever's listening oh. to the podcast. We had brilliant players on the ball in the 70s. I mean, I know... Sorry? on bad pitchers. Absolutely. And I know these modern-day coaches and the modern-day presenters, etc., and the wokeness of everything in football would have you believe that it was invented in 92 and we've just invented how to pass the ball out from the back. But we've always played with composed footballers. I mean, you could put uh, a Kevin Beater, a Roy McFarland, a Bobby Moore, a Colin Todd, any of our fabulous um uh, defenders of the 70s into an Everton team now. I mean, well, to be ta- fair, if you put Sadie and McFarlane, they would probably imp- improve it even though. They are 72.
1: I'm a big... I was a big Real Ferdinand fan as yeah. a player. As a player. Yeah. Forget everything else. Mm. I like John Terry, right? But it's mm. only opinions. Yeah. None of them or none of today's players would ever, mm. ever come near, near Kevin yeah. Not Nowhere near because he got everything pace uh, could pass the ball aggression understood the game and I don't like to, and you've never heard me compare it have you but when, <laughs> they, when they talk about football the Premier League mm. the, the brainwave the, the people won't listen to it the yeah. people fall for it it's like everything else you yeah. know if, it, if, it's, if it's repetitive eventually it sinks in with some people yeah and that's what's happened. You know, football started in, 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 in 1992 when the Premier League started mm. to where the, the modern society
0: Absolutely, it drives me up the wall, but while we're talking about Kevin Beattie, we, uh, we've we linked up a little bit with the uh, Kevin Beattie Foundation, there is a big event on the 13th of August, in fact, uh, Hoodie has been invited uh, to it and he's going to be talking about Kevin, he was a big fan of, of Kevin, he loved Kevin, he was on a couple of England uh, uh, duty uh, games uh, one when they were over in France, and Udi tells a great story about Brian Greenoff and, uh, and Kevin at the bar, and he played against him many times. He said it was always a joy to play against Ipswich and to play against Kevin because he was such a fabulous player. So on next week's podcast, I'm going to try and get um, get a guest on uh, Malcolm, who's running the Kevin Beatty Foundation. So there's one or two things that I do want to cover. ...regarding Kevin and they're doing that because 50 years ago, uh, that weekend of the August uh, the 13th, he made his debut against Manchester United and uh, say so there's a lot going on regarding Kevin BT because uh, it is 50 years ago since the beat made his debut... And today, the beat still goes on, and there's a statue we're of into, the great Kevin Beatty outside Portman Road.
1: Yeah, it'd did funny how they do it after he died, when
0: he was struggling. Buddy oh, he always says that. Where,
1: where, where were they? Where were Ipswich? Yeah. Where, where were all the other people then? You know, To that's be fair, point. this
0: is the fans. It's not the yeah, club. Well, it's the same with uh, Stan Bowles. I'm not talking
1: about the fans. I'm talking about Absolutely. The beat, and I'm talking about the, the football yeah. club. Yeah. You know, Kevin Beatty was one of the world great elite Defenders. What anybody will ever see anywhere yeah. in the world. How many times did you but play as against as, Kev? But, but but as soon as he was as soon as he was injured. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like anything else. Once you are finished in the game, injured, they don't want to know. They don't want to know you. Yeah. A bit different today with a lot of footballers because they're coming out as multimillionaires and mm-hmm. then you know uh, they're not having to do anything for them. So they do use him a little bit more, I would say, today than... I think yeah. I played against him a couple of times, yeah. uh, but I saw him a lot, you know, obviously on TV, a lot. Mm. Just absolutely one of the world's greatest defenders of all time, him. Yeah. And, and you know, you, can,
0: you you can say, you, you're proud to say with English. Absolutely, and I think you're right. Too. So, you say, had it not been for, uh, you know, the injuries that that unfortunately he had, <laughs> he'd have made <laughs> 100 England caps, wouldn't he? He's like listen! He's yeah. funny because he's a defender, and you don't really get defenders giving serious injuries. Yeah, do you? But he had such pace as well, didn't he? You know when you get them pacey pace, that, that players,
1: was powerful. yeah, absolutely. That was powerful pace. That, yeah, it you was.
0: Know. You know,
1: it was lightning quick, but powerfully lightning yeah. quick. You know, he got everything. He got every mortal thing: the composure, the vision, the understanding, the the. Uh, Confidence, the arrogance,
0: and the
1: the beauty to be able to mix with anyone.
0: Absolutely, too. So the great and the like, Kevin Booter, but you're absolutely spot on with that um, that statement. Udi always says to me, when when you pass away, they'll put statues up of you, and and they'll um, they'll make out. You know, a, a, a we all love how all caring him. the football club are towards that player. But when that player actually needs... And I'm not saying that Ipswich didn't, because I don't know. But I certainly know in terms of Alan Hudson, when he was on a life support machine, Chelsea done nothing. They didn't even send his mum a bunch of flowers. However, in more recent times, when Chelsea former Chelsea players have been injured, that have been very prominent in the media... Chelsea have bent over backwards but that is the modern game it isn't just Chelsea and we're not picking on Chelsea I'm just giving it as an example because I know that that is fact but Udi is absolutely spot on they put the statues up of you when you pass away and they do bugger all for you when you need it
1: yep Exactly.
0: Sad and butchery. the older
1: players compared to what the, the, the lads get. I listen, yeah. I'm not one of them what you never hear me say complain about what they earn today. Mm. Good no. luck to them. Absolutely. They they should never go out of the game without any money. If they if they look after their money, they should never, ever want for anything. Oh uh, the Ice you know, the Premier and the Championship Yeah, the night,
0: yeah. So, c Book Corner is uh, another feature that we done last season. We're going to be doing it this season as well. So the first book that I've picked out, I haven't got it, but I have ordered it. The Beat by Kevin Beattie. It's his autobiography. And I think it's going to be a fantastic read because by all accounts, he, he turned up to Ipswich. With absolutely bugger all. I think he turned up with a carrier bag with his stuff in and then the legend was born. But again, when you're looking at that Ipswich team, they were a great team in the 70s, wasn't they? One of the great sides that that aren't from big cities. For example, Ipswich were fantastic. Stoke City were fantastic. Sheffield power, United. Absolutely. They're the same
1: power as a Nottingham
0: Forest. Yeah, absolutely. Forest is another know, one. And Derby uh, County, of successful.
1: course. Yeah, Derby County. Yeah. Uh, when this, uh, being successful, getting the thousand people in yeah. there uh, and a great atmosphere, absolutely fabulous playing surface to play on. Yes. You know, uh, and like I said, he was, he come from an ordinary background, just like myself. Mm-hmm. Down the work type of guy, uh, what was born to be a footballer. We were just born to be a footballer. It's so much ability for a defender. Mm. We've come true.
0: Absolutely. So the, like
1: that was, I mean, the, the, they've, had, they've had three or four great teams under Bobby Robson. The Muirman and... Franz um, Tyson. 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 The other one, You know, uh, Butcher and uh, Osman.
0: Yeah, Gates and Brazil. You know, yeah. George Burley. Uh, Mickey Mills. 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 Uh, Gates, absolutely I played. Gacy. John Walker's I played. another one, great yeah. player. Um, Paul Mariner. Uh, Before him, Colinville joined as well. And yeah, yeah, Alan Hamilton. Hunter, yeah, yeah. Brian Hamilton. Hunter.
1: What was the 70- Why Mark? Trevor, Trevor Why? Mark. Why
0: Mark. what a player he was. Why Mark?
1: Woods, Woods the Clive Woods, you Woods yeah. Uh, you know, some great players, great players. Were, listen, I always did well there, you know, I always played well down there. I, yeah. I remember when I went to Everton and my second game for Everton on loan, I ripped Ipswich apart. <laughs> you know, Derby County, we beat, them. you know, Southampton, we got a draw there. You know, that was another team like Luton. I absolutely ripped them apart in, in, in all the three times I played against them. Well, I think I played more than three times, but yeah. always did well at Ipswich. Always a great, I also like, enjoyed playing down there.
0: Yeah, the great club, and, and again, Sir Alf Ramsey bought Ipswich up, yeah. didn't they? And and won the uh, the league in the first season, as, as Forest did uh, in the seventies. They done that in the early sixties, but you know, falling on bad times of late, Ipswich it would be great. Nottingham Forest now are back in the Premier League, and I would like to see Ipswich go through the gears and get back into the Premier League because so I think they're a, a fantastic club. I've always had a side I've always, Thank always them liked them and QPR. I fancied them to win league this year. Sorry, what did you say about QPR? And QPR, I've always liked QPR because yeah. of the 70s team and the way yeah. they used to play yeah. football with Stan. Terry Venables yeah. was there, Jerry Francis, Don Gibbons, you know, yeah. before that, Rodney Marsh, of course. You know, they've always had great players. Well, great players. Yeah, great Campbell's players in the <laughs> 70s. But the 70s Dave produced, Thomas! Yeah. Oh, what a winger he was, wasn't he, Dave <laughs> Thomas? But I'm looking through the... Um, when Saturday comes, because uh, in the latest addition, you've got uh, Haaland on the front. Uh, I think he's going to be a tremendous sign-in. And then they've got a season's guide. And I went straight to League One, and they've, they've got a predicted table who they think will be top and second. And they've got your boys, Sheffield, Wednesday top. And uh, the Ipswich Town, second. Bolton Wanderers third. I fancy Ipswich, it man. Yeah. I watched us on
1: Saturday, and I thought, we, I know it's only pre-season, yeah. but we didn't get we, we got destroyed. I don't know four, but it could have been seven. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I'm hoping more than all else that you know we've got our first ten games. I've just looked at them tonight. I got I got my friend Mike Gabby Das to to veal uh, them off for me. Yeah. Not just because I'm coming on here, we were just talking about Sheffield Wednesday, in the game on Saturday against uh, Wigan. And I said, what's our first ten games, Mike? You know, and when he when he uh, I think we've got. Um, P- Portsmouth, yes, uh, Portsmouth, um MK Don's away. Charlton, Bolton, uh, and then Forest Green. Competitive league, that is you don't know now League One, isn't it? Unbelievable, hmm. you know. Um, and then after that, it, we we did go it, we did go through them for the first ten games. It's important to get yes. You always get somebody coming out of the pack from near the bottom, don't
0: you? Yes, you do.
1: You know. But you know the team what really two teams what really set off really well nearly always 99.5% always go up yeah so I think I think it's going to be difficult May this year I really do
0: yeah I do I'm looking down there you're Sheffield Wednesday Ipswich Bolton Peterborough they've got fourth (laughs) Peterborough are good at that level
1: first ten games first five games
0: yeah Pompey, M.K. Duns, Wickham, Oxford, Barnsley, Charlton, Plymouth, Barns. Derby, Bristol Rovers. Yeah. You know, there's some decent teams in there. People think, oh, it's going to be a walk in the park for Derby. They're a big club. They won the league in 72 and 75. Sheffield Wednesday, a big club. Well, yes, Sunderland were a big club, and now they've got out of it. But it took them several seasons. When you go down into League One, you turn into a League One team. League. Absolutely. And struggle to get out of it. 100% like I say, because you're not a big club when you're in that smaller league. You're a big club, but you're not a big team. And that's yeah. the problem because the team is littered with players that just aren't that good. Hence, that's why they're in League One. But then you, then you turn it round. Yeah. You're a big club where they all want to beat.
1: Of course you do, yeah. I mean, you know, so imagine you going, going World, Well, one That's the scout when they beat you every Wednesday. Of course and when does. you play the local derbies. You know, I mean, we're not going to be playing with them because they've been promoted. Yeah. But your bars is what's come down. Yeah. They are so difficult, them games. Mm. You know, because you can throw the form out the window. You know, they seem to raise the game even more so. Of course they do. So and, and that, it's, and going be, it's going to be a very difficult season for Sheffield Wednesday. I hope that we go up. Yeah. Um, and I believe that we'll go up. But, you know, there's always going to be obstacles. Uh, for Wednesday because of when you look at them this is the third or fourth time now they've been in that division and once you've been in it once you should never want to go back down there again and it's been run badly by a lot of bad people
0: Mm. and a lot of bad managers Mind you, I think we've just dodged a bullet for isn't buying Birmingham City. Thank God. I listened to him a couple of times on uh, radio interviews and to say his car crash is an understatement. My word, that bloke seems an absolute fruit loop. Well, he's either got dementia, or he's a comedian. Oh, yeah, a complete or, fruit <laughs> loop. Billy Lighter. Oh, he's unbelievable.
1: I don't mean that to be horrible. No, him, I don't. But, yeah. You know, but I mean, dark spot. They're as
0: daft as him, for keep having him on. Well, they did it because it gets good ratings. Mm. That's what they do, don't they? Get Bassini well, on, get Bassini on. I mean, the bloke is an absolute lunatic. Or oh, that's how he comes across as. He might be a very nice guy. I don't know, Lawrence Bassini. Don't knock that. Same with some
1: managers. But probably not, they are nice guys.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But, but the way be- he come across, I was open-mouthed listening to that. I thought oh my days did i just hear that well you did yeah, you heard it i yeah. mean simon jordan was spot on he was thought the guy's a complete lunatic mm.
1: and i don't mean that in a nasty way
0: well he did say he said the villagers just lost an idiot mm. You know, there you go. Simon's on holiday and hurry up back, Simon, because without Simon Jordan talks, I don't, listen to, I don't listen to it unless he's on. No, absolutely. It is sometimes unlistenable too. But what is also unread, well, you don't want to not read it. I personally haven't read it yet. There's me running my mouth and I haven't read it. But I have got the book. Uh, David Tossell, all crazy now, uh, sent to us from... Um, AndyMyFootballBooks.com. We do a regular podcast, as you know, TC, the Football Book Podcast. Um, Our next part eight is out this week. Chris has been away. Um, So the new podcast will be out this week. And this is the book that that, uh, Andy... Has recommended. It's a fabulous book. You don't want to drop it on your foot because you'll probably break a toe. It's a 500-page piece. Phenomenal. There's Brian Clough on the on the front cover. Uh, there's uh, George Best as well. Kevin Keegan smacking Billy Bremner, and it's everything that a 70s book should be. Don Revie's on the back, and uh, Alan Hudson as well. Yeah, I might buy that book. It, it seems a, a phenomenal read. I mean, the three degrees are in the the uh, the front cover. And by putting my glasses on there, it definitely is against Ipswich Town. That's Paul Mariner just um, just to the right-hand side of the cover as well. But it's uh, phenomenal. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be a great read. Or crazy now and that pretty much did sum up the 70s i do want to give a shout out to Backpass as well the magnificent retro magazine the latest issue uh, summer 2020 is out now issue 80 and uh, howard wilkinson's on the front howard's way all right one of your former managers not your manager but a former manager of, of sheffield you. wednesday He's the last English manager to win the... Yeah, uh, 1991, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Oh. Never a great fan of his, if I'm absolutely honest. I didn't like the way Wilkinson played football. His philosophy wasn't for me. But I did like to watch his League United team uh, play football. And strangely enough, when they won the league, they didn't win a game away from home the season after, did they? Yes. Yeah, no.
1: It was It's the season after they had a yeah. complete nightmare. European Cup or Champ- uh, European Cup because it wasn't the Champions League then, in early rounds, mm. you know, for some unknown reason, he's, he has done well as a manager. Yeah. You know, I just didn't love the way how we played the beautiful game, you know,
0: so. Oh, I didn't and when I heard, I heard and him.
1: Got uh, for me, I didn't like, you know, you've got, no. to have, you've got to have a leader and you've got to have a boss. Mm. Right? Cloughy was a boss, what people admired and respected. You know, I just it just weren't for me. I was Wilkinson. and nothing against the manager. It's just I didn't the way I didn't like the way his team played football, and and how he came across that.
0: Absolutely, I remember a, an interview. I don't know if it was on Sports Night, Match of the Day, or or um, or any other broadcast uh, that I watched or listened to, but I do remember him saying that he was the manager of Leeds United Football Club. He's not there to entertain. I thought, you know what? The, the the off button goes on whenever your team plays now, mate. Because I like to watch entertaining teams. And back when Don Revy had Leeds United, they were out for results. Yes, of course they were. But they were also entertainers as well. They played a great brand of football. And it leads us nicely to uh, the third book in book corner. Um, Les Cocker. Fantastic one of the best titles that that I've seen. It's called Cocka Hoop. I mean what a great what a great title is Key Man for both Ramsey and uh Reeve by his son, Dave and Robert Endicott. So that book is out at the end of the month. I certainly We'll be buying them. Again, I know I don't read them, but I do buy them. I am on holiday next week, so I'm I'm taking a book or two to read, but I bet you I don't read any more than three or four pages because I'll be working on a couple of podcasts. I've got a podcast coming up with um, Alan Kerbishley. Oh, that'll be interesting, yeah. We're, we've redone the uh, Alan Hudson, My Life, My Music, Ozzy Hutch... And a horse named Sea Biscuit. So that's coming out. The current view will be coming out. It's busy. There's loads of projects and topics and podcasts that I'm working on. So uh, I am going to take a couple of 70s books, and I do hope to read a little bit. But um, on this day, always T- ask,
1: people always ask me, uh, did I play for England?" The answer is no. Mm-hmm. But be- before uh, the day I got my injury, uh, my knee ligament injury for Forest against Burnley, yeah. I was picked. I was picked in the squad. To listen to the rest of this podcast, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash SRBmedia or just follow the links in the description. Thank you. (laughs)